favorite podcast and mine, Play Along at Home. This is an extra special weekend episode of Play Along at Home, uh, where we're going to try and do some interviews of some famous music teachers from around our area. Today, we've got Mr. Fadali. Mr. Fadali, say hi. Hi, everybody. Glad to be here. Thank you all for listening. So, Mr. Fadali uh, is a, a band director that is a, a good friend of mine um, that I work with on, on a regular basis, and I know you pretty well, but why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and where you teach and all that fun stuff. Sure. So, as Mr. Z said, I'm Mr. Fadali. I work at Cloverleaf um, in Medina County, so I teach primarily middle school band, but I also do the high school marching band, and I know we see you guys at Perkins all the time at competitions and at your festival and other places all around. So, um, you know, that's what I do pretty much during the week. On the weekends, I work with Mr. Z at Tri-C, and we uh, co-direct an honors band together, and we have worked together for lots of years at uh, Baldwin-Wallace and doing all the summer camps and everything. So we go way back, and we have fun, and we're goofy, and uh, we both are big uh, band nerds ourselves, so this ought to be fun. Yeah, I think goofy is probably the best way that you could describe what we do on the weekends because it's not it's definitely not professional that is for sure oh definitely whether (laughs) whether we're dancing around with tambourines or just ragging on each other usually the students are like what is happening how do i even describe this (laughs) yeah which is good um so you work at cloverleaf and for my perkins friends out there uh cloverleaf is the first competition we went to this marching band season at week one you guys always host the show week one right yeah we we pretty much always get uh, that slot right in the first week of competition season um and then i think i know we saw you i think we saw you at copley Mm -hmm. and i think you um you didn't make it to brunswick last year no we didn't Right, because of the the weather was a little crazy, even though it's right next door to us. But I I think did you guys come to our show last year? Yeah, we did. You did. Yep. Yeah. So um, we've definitely seen you around, uh, which is really great. And you know, your class A band, you guys you guys do really well. Um, so that's really awesome. Yeah. Um. So how many how many bands do you get to teach at your middle school? Hmm. At my middle school, I teach sixth grade band, seventh grade band, and eighth grade band. Um, our sixth graders are split up actually into four separate classes and then seventh grade is split in half into two different bands and eighth grade is split uh, winds and percussion. So throughout the week I end up teaching eight different band classes at middle school and then I also have a jazz band that rehearses after school on Mondays. So it's uh, nine total that are spread out in different ways throughout the week. Yeah, Um, so that's pretty cool. So you guys are, you're definitely a little bit bigger of a school than we are over there in Medina County. Um, But it's pretty, probably Mm -hmm. it's pretty spread out though, right? It's pretty big area it covers. Oh yeah. Cloverleaf. I, gosh, I don't want to misspeak. I think it's anywhere from 110 to 120 square miles that Cloverleaf encompasses. It's like 10 different cities and communities and towns. Uh, So it is a pretty big area. And you said that you have, um, how long have you been doing your middle school jazz band for? Has that always been there, or did you start that? That has always been there. It was a little different. I've been at Cloverleaf for two years now, and so I switched it up a little bit. Um, it used to be by grade level, so they used to, I believe, have a jazz band for each grade level, and I switched it a little bit, so now we just have one for the middle school that's open to 7th and 8th graders. So it's a little bit smaller than what it had before, and that you know we can dive into a little bit more jazz rep and blues solos and stuff like that because of it. 
Yeah, well, that's really cool. Um, so what is your primary instrument? I am a clarinet player. Um, that was my primary instrument all throughout school and high school and college. And I also played a lot of saxophone and trumpet in the marching band when I was in high school. Yeah, and I've heard you dabble on the flute as well. Oh, yes. You know, uh, I consider myself to be Lizzo's next greatest hit. <laughs> there you go. Um, so does that mean that you, did you play a lot of musicals growing up? Did you get to play, cover a bunch of different parts? or? Yeah, you know, as I'm sure you know, being a woodwind player, a lot of times you end up doubling on different instruments in pit orchestras and musicals. So I did a lot of clarinet, bass clarinet, saxophone, flute, basically any, you know, anything you would find in a reed book for a musical. And that's, that's typically how that goes too. So, Mm -hmm. um, really fun. What was your favorite musical that you ever, that you ever performed in? My favorite one that I've done is, uh, was Mary Poppins with a a local kind of semi-professional group. It was really fun. I got to play E flat, um, clarinet, B flat clarinet, bass clarinet. I was pretty much just doing all the clarinets and it was really cool to see a more professional set as opposed to what you would see at a, a high school or a college level production. So um, kind of moving away from that here, so in a normal school situation where we actually get to see everyone, um, what are some of the most important things that you, you ask of your students to do or some of the most important things that, that you think uh, that they, they should kind of get out of band class? In normal situation? Like as if we were actually going to school every day? Correct, yeah. <laughs> So my biggest thing with my uh, students is that I, I hope that, you know, I convey a sense to them that band is a community, band is a family, band is fun. You know, it's so much more than just a class that you take. And so, um, you know, hopefully that hits home to a lot of kids that we're in this for so much more than just band or just music class. Um, you know, but on a day-to-day basis, the some of the things we do to hit that home um, we try to do some community events, especially with the marching band and parades and other types of things. I try to get the eighth graders involved with that. Uh, we do a lot throughout the year to prepare them not only for high school, but to get them in that habit. And just, you know, things on a weekly basis about trying to be responsible and maintain a practice schedule and having certain expectations of you of weekly assignments or monthly assignments, um, whether they're practice logs or playing tests that can make us hold ourselves accountable as musicians individually, but also for the whole group, you know, so hitting those kind of things home helps us as a group, you know, and also get ready for what could be coming in the, the next years in high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think middle school especially is such an important time to really uh, to build some of those foundational skills. And um, you can really you really get to see some of your your kids really fall in love with music at that time as Mm -hmm. everyone trying to figures out what they're what they really like. And it's always a great thing to see. Right. With the younger ones, especially. Um, What are what are some of your things? um, You know, if you had some like like if you had to name one thing that was the most important thing to work towards as far as music goes, what, what are some of those skills or a skill that you think is like the gold star? It's like, if you can do this, you know, you'll, you'll be able to, you'll be good. You'll be set. This is our foundation. If you had to say one thing, if I had to say one thing, it would absolutely be tone. Um, you know, learning to play with a 
a mature sound and a appropriate tone on your instrument, whether it's by doing long tones or scale practice, anything you can do. If you sound good on your instrument, you know, you can learn the technique and you can learn the advanced scales and fingerings and rhythms later, but tone is always number one, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think I fall in that camp as well. You know, if you, I think I, I tell my kids all the time, if no matter how fantastic you sound or how, how, um, how technically proficient you can play really, really fast, but you sound like a chainsaw, it still right. sounds like a chainsaw. Oh yeah. Nobody oh, wants yeah. to listen to a chainsaw. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> definitely something there. Um, if you, what is, um, I know, what is uh, one like big thing if, if, when your when your kids come back and visit you years from now or whatever, and they go, what is the one thing that you want them to remember from your class with them? If I had to pick one thing, I want them to remember that you know they loved the class and that it was a good time, and you know it's somewhere that they enjoyed being and wanted to be when they were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and felt like a sense of community. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we talk about the band family, just like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. We talk about the band family all the time at Perkins and how important it is that we, you know, work together and, and are are able to support each other, especially in times like these, you right. know, that we're we're always working towards a common goal. You know, that's something that's really special with music, I think, that we we get to you know, everybody's important and everyone's part matters. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Um, what are, so what are you, uh, how are you handling our, our current, uh, situation here with, with this, um, isolation and distancing that we're doing and what are you kind of doing with yourself to keep yourself entertained? Oh, to keep myself entertained. Well, I'm watching a lot of movies, a lot of Netflix on the weekends. And of course there's not a whole lot to do. So every cooking a lot and eating way more than I should. Oh but, yeah. Um, what are you what are you cooking? What's Oh, what's, what am uh... I cooking? Well, let's see. Today's menu, I think we're going to do some chicken and rice and uh just whatever else I can clean out before I have to go grocery shopping again. But mm-hmm. um, Oh, I I recommend Instacart because those people oh, yeah. they um they, you know, the that's a service where they deliver groceries to your house. And the people who, you know, do that for money are still out there doing it. Plus yeah. then you don't have to go out they'll bring it to your door yeah which is kind of i heard though at least around my area right now that there's like a huge um backup on that that if you try to order anything delivery it's like weeks out right now just because of the the popular demand so i don't know i'll have to see definitely look into we did uh we did an instacart the other day and got like three weeks worth of groceries oh nice um so it was nice and it's just they like at this point too since um I get like emails from them because I signed up for the app or whatever. They're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, we're just gonna leave it outside your door, and we'll oh, let you know perfect. when it's there." So you know, it worked out really well, and it felt good to be able to support somebody who uses that as a part of their income. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, um, what are you watching on Netflix? Ooh, what am I watching on Netflix? Well, I just finished watching all the rewatching all the Harry Potter movies. And now I'm watching, going through some Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay. Oh, I and, love Gordon Ramsay. He's my favorite. Oh, Kitchen Nightmares is my yep. favorite, too. I Catching watched all those. On, uh, the Blacklist and Grey's Anatomy. There's so many things, you know. Just got to keep up to date with all those shows. Yeah. Have you watched The Tiger King yet? I have not, but you're about the 130th person who told me I need to watch it. I keep trying to convince my, my wife to 
to let us watch it, but she's just not on board with the Tiger King, and I don't know why. <laughs> but she's like, that's stupid. I don't want to watch that, but I'm so fascinated. I might have to watch it by myself. I mean, truthfully, I have no idea what it's about other than it's about tigers and some woman apparently kills her husband. But that's I, all. Yeah, I, know. I don't know. It looks fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably taking place in Florida, right? That's yeah, usually where knows? those crazy things are probably. happening. Probably. Uh, <laughs> so, what are you? Uh, what are you having your kids do while um, while we're doing all this? So we have actually only done one week so far of online work because we had our spring break and we took some calamity days to help teachers and students get enough time to prepare for this. So we just finished our first week and we're getting ready for the second week. Um, I am posting twice a week and they get um, basically a Google slide that has the agenda of everything we're working on. So we have some practice spots in all of our repertoire that we're uh, targeting and some recordings to listen to and help us work on that. We're logging our practice every week on a Google form to keep track of who's staying engaged and who's not. And then uh, we're also trying to throw in some, you know, some theory assignments and maybe some other links to explore, some ed puzzle videos, just some other ways to stay engaged with music learning other than just sitting there and, you know, playing your instrument alone in your house, locked in your closet. So trying to get all the locked in your closet yeah right. that's where my parents my parents sent me to the basement to practice so <laughs> well I you get know how saxophone that is. all loud and honky you know, oh yeah definitely all that there. get that that evil jazz music in the basement where it belongs right. where it's dark <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no that sounds really good there's um you know it's really it's interesting to see what everybody is kind of doing especially in the the band world of what what we can do to help our our students still without them have you um have you been encouraged to like set up meetings with your kids or anything like that? So we're just kind of now getting to that, and um, I haven't played around with it too much yet. Um, I was in one call where I did a video Zoom call with some students just to hear their progress and some things they wanted to show me that they worked on, but I'm trying to figure out a good way to do that and to set up you know, meetings and, and have them be productive and not just, you know, social hour which is still okay but you know trying to figure out a more structured way to do that did you guys did you guys do a lot of um blended learning or online kind of stuff before all this craziness happened or is this kind of your first dabbling as a like as a school are your kids used to doing that kind of stuff or um i think overall our students are very used to it we have um, i don't know about you guys but we have a one-to-one -one technology with the Chromebooks at our middle school and our eighth graders get one issued to them that they keep and they take it home with them. So especially the eighth graders, they're always doing stuff and I have them do uh, video playing tests on their Chromebooks. Our sixth and seventh graders have the access to Chromebooks, but up until now they had to leave them at school. So um, they're probably a little bit less used to doing online work, especially for classes like band or phys ed or art. Uh, than the eighth graders would be, but we're all, you know, figuring it out together. So I think it'll be all right. Yeah, I I felt really I felt really um fortunate that that my, that Perkins we um we were really set up already mm -hmm. doing a lot of that blended learning stuff, and especially at our high school, you know, we use Canvas at the high school, and mm -hmm. they um it is essentially set up to just do online classes all the time that oh, we okay. used as a resource before. Um, and we're used to Google Classroom at our middle school, too, so our kids are at least familiar with it. So we felt really fortunate with that, um, with mm -hmm. all this crazy stuff going on here. 
Um, what advice might you have for um, all of our students out there, whether your students or my students or all students in general, as we kind of go through these these uh, interesting times that we've got ahead of us? Well, my advice would be, A, keep up with your work. Um, you know, your teachers are there to help you, as are your parents and your family. So everything that we're doing um, is to help you. So uh, keep up, check your Google Classrooms, check everything else. Don't hesitate to reach out to teachers if you need help. And other than that, you know, specifically to students like seniors or maybe fifth graders, and it was their last year in elementary school, or maybe eighth graders, it was their last year in middle school. Don't beat yourself up and don't dwell on the fact that, you know, don't feel like you're missing out on so much because, yeah, it is very unfortunate, you know, and this is, you know, I can't imagine what that must feel like to be a senior in high school and not, you know, get that last month or get to walk across the stage when you're supposed to. But, you know, in reality, you know, life is going to deal you some stinky cards sometimes and you have to figure out the best way to handle that and I think that just seeing our students and our teachers and our communities come together to fight this is just a reminder that we're all going to get through this everything's going to be okay and we'll be able to resume everything as normal hopefully soon you know but it'll get better and uh, you know don't dwell on the past there's nothing any of us can do to change that right now yeah I always say um, I always say it with my kids Great bands thrive in adversity, mm-hmm. um, and you know this is this is definitely tough, but we're gonna get through it. And I think the world might end up being a little bit better of a place from all this, uh, all of us coming together and the support that kind of happens. You know, I don't think I don't think teaching is gonna be quite the same ever again after. Yeah. After all this, I think we'll lean a little harder into our technology for sure, mm-hmm. especially in places like my mom works in a district that they didn't even have computers for their kids anywhere before wow. all of this. And they had to get them all set up in Pennsylvania, like on a whim. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls me about every day, calls me her Google guru. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but I think, I think that's going to be a big shift. And I think there's a big appreciation for school in general. You know, a lot of right. the kids I've talked to are just like, I miss school. I miss being around everyone. I didn't think Mm -hmm. I liked it so much before, you know, it wasn't there anymore. So, Right, for sure. Um, Shifting here a little bit. So, Mr. Fridali, I assume that uh, not only I'm going to put this for my kids, but you're more than welcome to share your links to to anyone you want to hear this interview to. But um, what were you like when you were in high school, Mr. Fridali? What was I like in high school? Oh my gosh. Well, I think your students would love to hear the answer to this question. Well, I was the typical like bando, you know, loved music, loved band. I was in lots of music classes. Um, I was kind of a shark. I, you know, was always going after everybody else for first chair or, you know, this solo or that solo and, uh, you know, band president, those kind of things. I was always going after those uh, types of opportunities. But other than that, you know, I really enjoyed um, Spanish. Um, I took a lot of AP classes. And so I tried to stay involved in things other than just band and just music. But I had a lot of friends that were older than me. So by the time I got to be a senior, I was just kind of sitting there with like, just a couple of my good buddies left. But um you know, other than that, I'd like to think I was pretty normal, but, you know, then again, I ended up being a band director, so I probably wasn't. You yeah, know. what is normal at that point? You right. Know? 
for sure. Uh, what do you do? So, you know, um, we as, as band people, we spend so much of our time in band, whether it's on the weekend or it's in our own personal playing or, or um, you know, in class or in school all day. What do you what do you do when it's not banned? You know, 90 percent of our lives is probably banned. What's that other 10 percent for you? Oh, for me, it's definitely downtime, free time, um, spending time with good friends, family, you know, going out to eat. I, I like to invest into memories. You know, I'm not somebody who will go out and buy a lot of things all at once. Um, I would rather spend time, you know, going on trips or going to a nice restaurant or going to the movies with other people. And just, I'm a very social kind of extroverted person. So I love to spend time. I love to see my family on the weekends and pretty much anything I can do socially, um, you know, to broaden the spectrum of just band, band, band all the time is what I enjoy doing. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, that's kind of, I, I don't usually get hung up on things as much either. I like doing, I'd rather go experience things or go out. I like for my last birthday, I think I went to a ropes course instead of like getting a present or something like that. So that kind of stuff's always been really fun. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely hear that for sure. All right. Now it's time for our, our favorite sub segment of the podcast, Charmander's Corner. So this time here on Charmander's Corner, since we're here with Mr. Fidali already, um, Mr. Fidali, my next question for you is this. If okay. you had a bearded dragon named Charmander, what kind of music would you play for him? Oh, if I, oh, most definitely it would be Despacito. I just feel like Charmander <laughs> would really appreciate hearing that. Yeah, Despac- just only Despacito, though. Just, I think Despacito on a, a 24-hour loop would be ideal. That that's nothing else at all. Right. Just just that Despacito. one song. That's it. Is Maybe it the, some Lizzo, but mostly Despacito. Mm, mm. Do you think it would be? Um, would would this be the same version of Despacito, like just the original song? Or are we talking like regular Despacito, acapella Despacito, played on the the squeaky bird toy or whatever, or the what's the oh, ball, the ball that one? shouts yeah. the chicken yeah. or anything like that. Well, listen, knowing Charmander, the couple of times I've met him, I, I don't think he's got time for any of that nonsense. I think he just wants it straight up, the regular Despacito, so that he can jam to it on his own time. Yeah, and like kind of bob his head, right. like bearded dragons do, I mm-hmm. guess. Although I'm not going to lie, I've never seen our bearded dragon do that. He doesn't, he just sits Maybe he's roaches. thinking it, you know, it's all He might, internal. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll tell you that he's gotten he I I don't usually get to sit I do my recording right in front of him mm-hmm. so I don't usually get to see him running around he is insane during the day oh really yeah I think he really could use some Despacito maybe like he just to jam out too yeah yeah definitely all right well you know and you listeners out there Despacito is apparently Mr. Fidali and Charmander approved here Absolutely. on Charmander's Corner. So um, that's going to wrap up our, our interview here today. Mr. Vidali, thanks so much for coming. Uh, well, not coming, but this is over video chat because social distancing. But right, thanks so right. much for, for 
being able to do this today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. And um, I hope your students know how cool it is that you're doing this. Like, hope it's given them some entertainment and a good laugh here or there. That's really awesome. I, I really think it is. The last episode I recorded, I did it for my sixth grade band, and I did it completely in a southern accent the entire time. Oh, that has um, got to be a treat. <laughs> it was definitely. It was it was more <laughs> difficult than I thought it was. But as soon as I got into it, it just I couldn't stop. Right, of course. And like an hour afterwards, I just kept doing it. Right. Um, <laughs> um, do you have any parting words for all of our listeners out there before we go? Uh, you know, I just have to say, keep doing what you're doing and go practice. There we go. Love it. Go home and practice. Or stay home and practice. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Finale. I really appreciate you coming out here. Sure, absolutely. Yep. And uh, that's going to wrap it up here today. Hope you all are staying safe and you've enjoyed this episode of Play Along at Home. Yeah.